0: Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to my daily Torah Thought. This Shabbat, we're going to finish the book of Genesis, the first of the five books of Moses. Can you tell me what the first verse is? Of course, Bereshit Bara Elohim, in the beginning God created, right? But how about the last verse? Do you know what the last verse of the book of Genesis is? Don't worry, most people don't know the last verse, Of the book of Genesis. It reads, and Joseph died. They embalmed him, placed him in a coffin, and buried him in Egypt. Now the verses just before are beautiful verses. They describe Joseph telling his brothers that a time will come when God will surely remember them, and they will return home to the land of Israel. He asks his brothers that he be remembered at that time and taken out of Egypt along with them. The final words of Joseph to his brothers is pakod yifkot. These words reverberate to this day. They are words of a covenant. They are full of promise and hope. It would have been much more uplifting and inspiring had the book of Genesis ended with these inspiring, incredible, hopeful words. There's actually a classic rabbinic rule. It says that we should always end on a good note. So, Why are we ending the book of Genesis with the story of Joseph's death and his burial in Egypt? Have you ever been to a synagogue where one of the five books is completed? There's these three powerful words that the whole congregation says out loud in unison. Chazak, chazak, chazek." Let us be strong, let us be strong, and let us strengthen each other. Joseph's promise can lead to that declaration of strength. But how can the verse about Joseph's burial in Egypt lead to a declaration of Jewish strength? By the way, just to note that we know from the beginning of this Torah portion how adamant Jacob was not to be buried in Egypt. He asked of Joseph to bring him back to be buried with his fathers. He insisted and made Joseph swear to fulfill the request. It seems rather obvious from that part of the story that the ideal is for us to be buried in Israel as well. Now, the Rebbe insists that the last verse of Genesis should be read as a positive verse. Joseph's burial in Egypt should be seen as reassuring. It should be seen as uplifting, the Rebbe says, as a declaration of strength and strength. It implies the knowledge that Joseph remained in Egypt as long as the Jews would be enslaved there. That must be a great source of strength. Jacob and Joseph were father and son, but they were very different people with very different missions. Both Jacob and Joseph dealt with foreigners in the outside world. Jacob had his share with a and Lavan. He came to Egypt. But Jacob only involved himself to the extent necessary. Even in Egypt, he established a house of study, and he secluded the Jewish enclave in Goshen. And he didn't want to stay there one unnecessary moment. After his passing, he wanted to be brought home to Israel. Joseph's mission was to be in Egypt. Even after his passing, he belonged there. And his commitment to his brothers that his remains would stay in Egypt as long as the Jewish people were there was a source of solace. It was a source of comfort. It was a source of inspiration. It gave the Jews strength. And that's why the verse gets us to say strength. We're not alone. We're not abandoned as we face new challenges. Joseph is with us, not from a distance, but right here where we are. I think that Chabad shares this Joseph spirit. The Chabad house is here to stay. The Rebbe encouraged the Chabad rabbis to stay at their posts for lifetime missions. It's not always possible, and sometimes changes need to be made. But for the most part, Chabad rabbis don't move from place to place. They don't come for two years or three years or five years. Some agencies or organizations are there to help people, and then they move on to bigger and better places. They move on to the next phase of their career. Chabad can help with that too, but its core mission is to build and support and strengthen individual Jews and the Jewish community wherever Jews live. Chabad sets down roots and raises children and lives their lives in and with those communities. Deep down, Chabad shares Jacob's spirit too. There's a part of each Chabad that yearns to go back home. And that tension and synthesis defines us. But that's a different story. Today we're talking about Joseph and that sense of responsibility and commitment to one's mission. Don't abandon ship or put yourself first. Be there and be 100%. I think there's a message here for each of us. Often we sit here in our Jewish life situations, dreaming and yearning for something more ideal. Like Jacob, sometimes those goals are to pursue especially longer term. But like Joseph, there's a lot to be said about being Jewishly committed, at least for now, to the place where you are now, no matter how small, no matter how difficult, regardless of how lowly or distant, even a place like Egypt. Like the image on the mall map, says, you are here. This is our mission. This is our place. And our job is to make a dwelling place for God right here to maximize its potential. Make the most of what you have. Be invested. Discover hidden resources that you never knew you had. Be here and give it all you got. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. This is my daily Torah thought. Have a fantastic day. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course, I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships, to wealth, to happiness, and balance.